watching Buzz on Shaw TV. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Shaw TV. My name is Bianca Jade, and I'm joined right now in studio with Mr. Todsky himself. Mr. Todsky. <laughs> we'll get you a new slogan. <laughs> so tell me all about this fantastic film festival that you guys are bringing to Fort McMurray right now. Um, it's uh, me and Tito came up with the idea, my co-host on the YMM podcast. Uh, we came up with the idea a couple of months ago when uh, we were trying to get like a community event going on. Uh, we wanted to bring the community together, and we just didn't know how, right? Okay. And we decided to do something that we love, and we love movies. Uh, he's very big involved with the production of movies and he just kind of drags me into them and gives me roles in them, right? So, but uh, yeah, so we went to events with Buffalo and we decided to do a uh, film festival and we just partnered up with Interplay because we think that's the best place for it. Now for Interplay, they're going to actually have two film festivals. So tell me about the first one, the one where people have already been sending you submissions for this great film festival. Uh, so Interplay runs August 4th to the 7th. Okay. Uh, the film festival is going to be the 5th, 6th, and 7th, the Fridays, uh, Saturday, and Sunday nights. Uh, we're still working on the schedule, so the schedule is going to be posted soon at eventswithbuffalo.com. And, uh, yeah, people come down. They can. Uh, I think there's a $5 admission fee. And they can come down and check it out. They can also purchase those passport, Interplay passport buttons, mm -hmm. which is a really cool idea. They mm -hmm. just pay a general fee, and they can walk into any of the I Interplay just shot events. one, so it's definitely, yeah? definitely the way to go. <laughs> now, I know you guys are doing another film fest, so tell me a little bit more about the 48-hour film fest. The 48-hour film fest is actually a really cool idea that uh, I've participated in before in uh, film festivals in Edmonton. Uh, basically, you'll have 48 hours to write, shoot, and edit a short movie. Uh, you can take a team. We've seen people do it by themselves. It's pretty hard when you're by yourself, but we have seen it before. But it's it's pretty neat. So Thursday night at the, the Recital Theater, uh, anyone that wants to can come down. Uh, they can have their team there. They'll have to register. We asked for some pre-registration once again with the email. Uh, go to eventswithbuffalo.com all the forms are there uh, but Thursday night at the Recital Theatre come on down at midnight uh, we'll lay it all out for you we only got three rules just so no one kind of cheats uh, you got to incorporate an image incorporate a line and incorporate a location into this movie which wow. we'll give at, uh, at the, uh, the kickoff party I guess you can say and then uh, you'll have until midnight on Saturday to submit the film fantastic so now for people that don't already know you you have another role in our community so you spoke a little bit about your podcast before with your partner Tito. What, what's your podcast all about and where can they catch it? Role in the community, I like that. <laughs> um, the podcast is called Wyman Podcast. Okay. Uh, it was started, uh, me and Tito both started it uh, in February of this year. Uh, I've been in this community for a long time and so has Tito and uh, we both work in the oil sands and it's kind of, we hear the negative aspects of Fort McMurray all too much. Mm -hmm. So I decided to do a podcast which is just like an internet radio show uh, to give uh, a more positive view. Like Every, every town has their own troubles and, and, and trials and tribulations, right? Yeah. Uh, so there's no getting out of that, but we like to focus on more of what is going on and how this community is kind of close together. So uh, the show runs every week. Uh, you can get it at uh, ymmpodcast.com, and you can just hear us. Basically, it's a, a chat about our community. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Toski, so much for joining us in studio today. I know for all the film enthusiasts, they must be pretty excited about these two pretty big film festivals that are coming to our community. Now, I know you were saying for the one where you've already been getting submissions, you've been getting submissions from almost everywhere. Yes, we're getting some from Russia, Germany. We got some from New York. Uh, they look really, really good. This is going to be really exciting. I, I cannot wait. It's going to be. It's host events hosted by uh, Tito and I. Mm -hmm. uh, we got some kind of fun stuff planned. A few surprises in store. It's going to be a blast. <laughs> well, make sure that you check out all those fun films, and if you get a chance, check out their podcast. In Fort McMurray, I'm Bianca Jade for Shot TV. 
Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Fort Mac. And of course, I am Totsky. I'm Tito. Hello. Hello. All right. We are down to the wire, sir. Down to the wire. Yeah. Uh, for the 2011 Interplay Film Festival. Yes. It's a big event. It's, it's what is it now? Three days away? Four days away? Uh, when are you posting this? Tomorrow. Well, tonight. But Well, no, no. Let's be realistic. Are you posting tonight I'm or tomorrow? Posting. Probably tomorrow, right? It'll be up by Tuesday. Probably be tomorrow. Tuesday slot. Yeah. Okay, so that'll so, be, yeah, three days. Three days away. I hate talking future tense. Yeah, I know. It's kind of difficult, eh? Speaking of future tense, <laughs> um, do you want to do, do a roundup of some of the entries? Yeah. Well, let's, 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 let's give them all that they can expect. Like, I'm, actually, I was going to see if... Well, let's, let's is there any of these entries with like a trailer that we can do like an audio trailer like inside the fucking podcast? What is podcast? with you and doing audio trailers and Because I think that hypes up. Uh, no. No. <laughs> I believe Escape from Death Planet does. Oh, yeah. Well, if you want to put that on there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm sure James would uh, appreciate that. Um, yeah, no, no. I'll, I'll just uh, just to give you guys a little bit of, um, of, of a basis of what we're going to be screening. Um, we have, uh, basically, we have, like all film festivals, we have some subtitled movies. Um, interestingly enough, French and Hispanic movies that are subtitled in English for all of us English people. <laughs> or English-speaking people, that is. <laughs> um, we have a time travel movie, yes. which is which I just showed shot showed shot, shot. I just showed, showed shot, Todd, which is, is I it's actually one of my favorites of all, out of all the entries. I thought it was really it was really good. actually that's quite clever. Yeah, um, and just so every everyone knows, uh, probably Wednesday or I, either Wednesday or Thursday, we will be posting the official list of movies that'll be premiering each actual night, screen and the schedule. actual schedule sketch screening schedule will be um, uh, po- posted. Uh, or be giving uh, given out at the film festival. So, like right now, uh, I posted today. You guys check on the uh, the Facebook event site or the YMN podcast site. Like we got the the general program information about like where to get tickets and exactly like what time the nights start. But uh, as Tito said, we're going to go into fun to uh, tell you guys when exactly which particular movies are actually mm-hmm. going to be mm-hmm. airing. Now, um, for for those of you that uh, yeah, so uh, like I said, time travel movie. There's um, a really some really good art movies, as it were. There's some that have to do with uh, stop motion photography. A lot of animation. We have, uh, of course, um, what was it? Uh, there's the slug movie, <laughs> <laughs> the famous, the infamous slug movie. Now, yeah. like we've we've talked, uh, myself and Tito have talked much about this movie the last couple of weeks, and 
This is like I said. This is a famous movie for us now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we've got uh, homages. We've got superheroes. We have a lot of superheroes. We, we have got movies that were at Comic Con, folks. Like, exactly. This was screened at an international event. So yeah. So we also got. Uh, we might have some movies from uh, even Academy nominated. Uh, Oscar nominated directors and actors. Yeah. Oscar, uh, well, no, he hasn't been nominated for an Oscar. But he did. No, for what? Not. I have no idea. <laughs> anyway, we won't. Something. We're, uh, God damn it, Red Eye should have been nominated. Right. <laughs> Were you just going to give it away? <laughs> um, well, just so everyone knows, yeah, we've got uh, basically uh, Oscar nominated movie makers have uh, are, are sc- going to be screaming. Uh, screaming. Are going to be. Are going to be screaming. <laughs> Why are you showing this? <laughs> yeah, screaming at us. No, are, are going to be screaming at the film festival. Uh, some actually some recognized actors. Damn right. Yeah, as well as singers. Uh, did you watch? Absolutely. Did you watch that one yet? Which one? Oh, uh, you haven't seen it, have you? Not the. I'll I think that'll be one of the trivia questions. The ones that you showed me. Huh? Just the ones that you. Well, showed the me. ones that you showed me. Yeah. Well, you know, this guy is uh, like just so to give everyone a little bit of a background here. I'm trying to organize the shit out of this, and I'm like, hey, so did you check the emails today? He's like, what emails? What's going on? I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, because I got nothing else going on. I've just been doing nothing all day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um. <laughs> I think that'll be one of the... Yeah, tri- we've gone back to grade six here. Yeah, there's some <laughs> of the trivia questions. I'll, I'll, I think I'll ask uh, people what band this uh, this uh, singer was a member of, which uh, I think it'll be pretty interesting. Um, we've got Westerns. We've got actually... Uh, we've got a fucking wicked Western, man. Yeah, we've got a really good Western. Um, yeah, well, you, you guys, there's a lot this of stuff This is going to be a fucking treat. Like, this, uh, kudos to fucking Tito. He, he's doing an excellent job uh, getting the content for this, and this is just amazing work. Like, this is not Mickey Mouse chicken shit fucking films man this is this is some good quality <laughs> chicken shit fucking films <laughs> no, just sit some, down everyone <laughs> this is some good quality shit everyone else man, that like... didn't submit it. <laughs> uh no there's there's some really good stuff um Damn uh, right, for man. for those of you that uh know uh, metro digital shorts uh, that you know, we've talked about it at length on our show before. Um, we do have stuff from Metro Shorts uh, that's going to be screening for those of you that were wondering. Oh, what's what movie are they talking about? I, I don't even going to check the link. But if you guys show up, there'll be some stuff from Metro Shorts. But that's not all. In fact, um, I mean, there's really good stuff screening. I'm going to ask uh, Vince with Buffalo if we can use that on the fucking poster. What? This ain't no chicken shit fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm really excited because uh, we've got stuff from all around the world. Plus, uh, and it's all really 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 entertaining so i mean uh if you guys are uh coming to a film festival expecting you know artsy films i mean there is that and it's really well done <laughs> and a whole lot but more there's, i'll give you right now there's there's action there's explosions there's guns there's, there's blood there's... Think, are there aliens yes are there aliens well this escape from death planet that's a big fucking oh alien. right there's yes. fucking aliens yes there's, there's there's aliens there's um uh monsters there's ghosts zombies? uh no. no, 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 no zombies I, this year. No, yeah, maybe next year. Maybe yes. next year we'll have some zombies. Maybe you'll have to shoot um, a there's, g- show for yeah, there's, there's ghosts. There's robots, obviously. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. And there's some drama. There's a lot of drama. <laughs> <laughs> some shit that'll make you think. Well, so it all starts off Thursday night, uh, 11.30, midnight, Thursday night, technically Friday morning. It's going to mm-hmm. be kicked off with the, the 48-hour film challenge. So for those that are interested, head on down to the Cano Recital Theater for le- we'll we'll start at eleven thirty just so we can do like the old well, shot. We'll be start. there at eleven thirty, but we won't be, be yeah. we won't be giving out the topics no. and stuff until midnight. That's right. Once midnight hits, then we'll start giving all the information because basically that's what we're trying to hype up now. We actually did quite or 
Yeah, well, I was on Shaw Cable there last week and doing more radio and, and TV interviews, mm. which I must say, like, I did, like, four in one day, and I was actually quite exhausted. Yeah, whatever. I was just like, <laughs> fuck, how can people do this all the time, man? Especially when you're saying the same shit over and over again. Yeah, no, um, it'll, uh, the 48 hour, so we're still waiting for entries on that one, and uh, all, we're taking in entries all the way up to Thursday at midnight, at which midnight. is technically Friday morning. And uh, that's where the kickoff for the for the forty eight hour filmmaking a- challenge is, and all our entry all the entries have to be in by Saturday midnight, which is technically Sunday, Sunday morning. morning. And that night, on the last night of the film festival, after the after the the film screen, that we're going to close it off with the forty eight hour uh, entries, and then the awards ceremony. The uh, well, let's just. Like the forty-eight-hour filmmaking challenge is definitely seems to be like the real fun, interactive part of it to me. Like it's all good, but like if for those that don't know, the forty-eight-hour filmmaking, you can register a team, and you can you heard the ad actually on the prior to the podcast starting, but you can register a team uh, basically at the stroke of midnight on Thursday night. Like I said, Tito said technically Friday morning. We will give you three specific items phrases locations that need to be in the movie yeah oh Just so uh, no one can do any kind of cheating, right and right? uh please make sure that you either bring cash or a check for the registration now when i say that um the the registration is going to be held until you submit your film on the deadline once when you, you submit your, your film, film once you complete your film and you submit it to us you get that back absolutely but this seems like the fun part like like i said the stroke of midnight on uh, on Thursday night, Friday morning, it's just going to be a shotgun start. Everyone, I just want to see people running around and just pushing over little and kids you know and fucking get well, the shot. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Bottom line is uh, midnight on Thursday. Uh, we would like you to pre-register. Please email us at filmfestival at eventswithbuffalo dot com. Let us know that you're interested. Let us know you're coming. Um, if you just really don't want to do that, then just show up on Thursday night, and uh, we'll have the paperwork there. Sign up. Like uh, Tito said, bring the hundred bucks. It's completely refunded. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you submit a film, then we give that money back to you. Uh, exactly. Hopefully in the exact same it's, way. Uh, we gave you it you know us. what? I'm really excited because we're looking at three hours of programming Friday and Saturday, and then of course there'll be th- uh, up. You're, you say it's going to be about three hours of entertainment wi- on Sunday, including the award ceremony. It'd but we a, do have we have a solid schedule. But I mean, and well, let's keep going through. So that's Thursday. So mm-hmm. like Friday night. So uh, the action heats up Thursday night at midnight, and then we're going to go. Right into Friday at seven o'clock. It's going to be night one of the first ever Interplay Film Festival. Yep, like we're breaking ground here. Like this is brand new stuff. Uh, it's got some excellent. We we already talked about the movies. We're going to talk about movies more. You're going to see some great films. Uh, so we we got about three hours scheduled for each night. Uh, so Friday night starts at seven. Saturday night we start at seven thirty. Yep. So uh, like we were talking about, it's nothing like you go down to the Interplay. It's hot. It's sunny. It's going to be some beautiful weather. We hope it holds out. Uh, so during the night, come on inside to a nice air conditioned. Uh, yeah. Screw uh, the concerts. Come it. watch the films. <laughs> come in and watch the movies. Right now, uh, one one little bit of housekeeping though and i'm going to mention this now and i'm also going to mention the night of uh unfortunately put it in i meant to put it in the thing for what i didn't yeah i know you didn't see you yeah that's why you should wait until tuesday Mm, i can change it like two minutes (laughs) oh anyway um yeah no uh there's no food allowed in the auditorium that's uh, a little bit of a bummer because of course i know people like their popcorn and their pop and all that stuff while they're watching movies but keep this in mind i've i've made it uh i followed hitchcock's rule about how a movie should not be longer than a bathroom break so what I've done is the movies are actually in one-hour blocks. So there's going to be three hours of programming, 
and there's going to be you know fifteen minute intermission, fifteen minute in, fifteen minute intermission. So during those fifteen minutes, feel free to go back out at inter, to interplay, get yourself a snack, a eat your snack, those fucking <laughs> in fifteen minutes, yeah, wolf yeah, and, it down. <laughs> yeah, and then come in with a tummy ache. <laughs> yeah, and then come in and be all uncomfortable. But no, that's 15 minutes is a long time. It's more than enough to, to get what you need to get. Um, tickets, so five bucks for each night of showings. Yep. Five bucks for about three hours of entertainment. And I know Sunday night's going to be sketchy, but we'll, it's going to be enough. Thir- five bucks even for an hour is going to be worthwhile. Like especially the caliber of movies that we got. Like, yeah, we've got some really good ones. This is some high quality shit. Like I said, yeah. This I, I mean, your- I, I know that I'm supposed to be hyping this up, but I got to say, I mean, there we got some really good films. And I mean, uh, I thank my friends that uh, d- decided to pitch yes. in and and let us screen their movies because they've got some really good movies themselves. But like, there have been outside of my friend groups, uh, fr- friend group, there have been uh, there's been a wide interest and there's of submissions and they've. They're all top-notch movies. Absolutely. No, it's been excellent. So, like, five bucks for about three hours, approximately three hours of entertainment. It, you cannot go wrong. And uh, tickets are going to be available, like, five bucks each night. They will go on sale the day of. So, like, Thursday uh, th- the Thursday night showing, or, sorry, the Friday night showing is the first, the first mm-hmm. night. Tickets will go on sale 10 o'clock Friday morning mm-hmm. at the Interplay box office. And that's pretty much when Interplay is going to start up for that day. Like, I think they start up at 10 o'clock. Each day, so head on down to the Interplay box office, pay your five bucks, you get your ticket for the film festival screenings, or an even better way is to actually go down and pick up your Interplay passport. Thirty nine bucks gets you admission into every Interplay show, including the Interplay film festival. uh, No, the whole festival. Thirty nine dollars for the entire festival. Oh, I mean, there you go. You're set. Yeah, you're set then. Yeah, I mean, thirty nine dollars. Go down Friday. I'll tell you right now, the film festival itself, the ticket is worth thirty nine dollars. Like, I mean, I'm not even like, I mean, three hours of programming, thirty nine dollars. I mean, it's all independent. You're not going to see it anywhere else. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So go down there. Go down to the. What you want to do is go down there Friday. Pick up your Interplay passport. You'll be set for the entire festival. You get access to the Interplay Film Festival. You get access to all the shows that Just for Laughs, uh, Interplay Just for Laughs comedy show, which is held at the Keanu main stage, Mm -hmm. looks excellent. And uh, you can get free access to that, too. 39 bucks is a steal of a deal. I might even buy one. Screw it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to be around in Interplay, and uh, we're all... You'll see us walking around. Come in, take photos, get autographs, you know. Really, Todd? (laughs) Really? Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez! <laughs> I'm gonna be walking around. I want to yeah, be yeah, yeah. But no anyway, I'm excited for it, the, the film festival. That's my primary focus: <laughs> the film festival. Well, but, yeah. no, there's some excellent fucking shows. Like uh, the bands are going to be excellent. Uh, Chantel Davidson band, of course, until dawn, which we heard. Uh, they opened for Kiss. You heard us there a couple weeks ago, and also Fozzie's the big headliner for Saturday night. Chris Jericho. Anyone that's been a wrestling fan, I was a huge wrestling fan back in the day. Back when I was sporting the big rat tail, right? And, had dr- yeah, <laughs> had dreams of becoming a wrestler. For Chris all the Jericho that never had a stage name outside of Chris Jericho, did he? No, it's always been just Chris Jericho. Okay, he, uh, which one was the Edge then? I thought that was Chris Jericho. No, the Edge, Edge no. is like fucking Adam. They were part of the same group though for a while, weren't they? Weren't they like what is it called, like Triple X or some shit? <laughs> oh, Degeneration X. D- yeah, yeah, I, I don't think none of them were part of DX, but. <laughs> There's tons of wrestling podcasts out there. I'm sure we can all fill in. I, I haven't watched wrestling in fucking years, and I don't think uh, Chris Jericho is a part of it anymore because obviously he's been touring with Fozzie. They actually were just in Europe doing the festival circuit, and they got into a huge accident with their bus. So it was pretty uh, Fozzie. 
Like literally, like the bus tipped over, did a couple rolls. I thought for, they said they almost went down into a river, so it's pretty fucking extreme, right? Holy shit! Yeah, but they're still touring, so they're still rocking hard. It's a metal band uh, for those that uh, haven't heard of them before. So until dawn is also a metalish band too from Fort Mac. So they're opening. So they've dubbed it Metal Night, from what I've been reading. Metal Night. Metal Night. Metal Night. Wait, at Saturday the 2011 night. interplay. Well, that's interesting because speaking of Metal Night, one of our film entries, a horror movie, has a lot to do with metal. Exactly. Uh, speak. Yeah. Speaking of which, so so just so you guys, the thematic uh, uh, j- to make things interesting for everyone on uh, on the Saturday night, we're going to be closing our film festival with two very good horror movies. So Absolutely. I think you guys will really like them. So we're going to try to stick to themes. Like I'll have kind of uh, not really. No? Well, I mean, it, it, there are just calibers. Essentially, yeah, we're, we're we're kind of we started off light, but we ended a bit dark, right? Yeah. Each night, I believe. So well, that's yeah. good. That's good. Like I said, the Interplay Festival itself, like there's some great bands. Like I mentioned, the Chantel Davison band. Uh, I've heard them before. There, she is incredible, incredible singer. Uh, one of my favorites is always the Homegrown Talent Search. Uh, yeah, that's going on. They're still doing that. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> it should be pretty interesting actually, because you always get the should I say the best of the best. You always get know. some interesting talent. You ever you ever watch it before? You get some interesting talent. I don't like, like reality TV. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Good point. Um, but yeah, like I said, just for you got a just for last comedy show. You got the homegrown talent shirts. Search, search. I can't even say that name right. But the biggest thing though that the Interplay is still looking for volunteers. Yes. And uh, as you heard Kyle Pinch say that volunteers were critical in the Canada Rocks Festival, they're needed just as bad for the Interplay as well. So if you go to YMN Podcast and click on the Interplay tab, you'll see a link at the bottom of the page that says, if you like volunteering, click here. And it takes you basically to uh, all their positions they have open uh, okay. for, for volunteering. Now, do so the volunteers have any benefits? Free access to the entire film. or the entire <laughs> Not the film festival, but the entire Interplay festival, as well as a pretty cool purple shirt. They don't have access to the film festival? No, they do. I, I said film festival, but I meant oh. the entire festival. Well, there you go. If you volunteer... You get access to everything You get access free. to the film festival. None of this $39 passport shit. It's, it's wide open access. <laughs> you get backstage... the passport You right get away. backstage passes. You'll, you'll get yeah. to see all the stuff that uh, other people don't see, right? Like me and Tito and our fucking huge pile of Scarface blow in the back before we go do the show. Terrible, <laughs> terrible. Um, so, yeah, no, uh, speaking of movies, um, big uh, weekends at the box office. I mean, Captain America opened up. Uh, for those of you that haven't seen it, um, it was pretty good. I really like it. I think it's the strongest of the Marvel movies. Really? They, like, the top of Marvel? Have you seen it yet? Not yet. Can't even talk to you about it then. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no. I think it's really good. It ties them in really well going into the Avengers. And by the way, end of the credits, there's the Avengers trailer, which is the Hulk, Thor, Captain America, Iron him, Man, all, as eh? well as Hawkeye and Black Widow, all in a superhero team, which is friggin' awesome. And it actually, um, the trailer opening to it was actually the Sp- Amazing Spider-Man that's coming out next year, which is interesting because I like how they're how they're kind of doing it with like they're focusing on his parents now. I still don't like that costume though. Which is it? Like, why don't you like the costume though? Like, what's what's the deal? It looks it? like he bought it at Sports Check. It, but wouldn't he if you were an actual su- uh, superhero though? Like, where would you? Purchase a fucking if you okay. Say if you had Spider-Man abilities right now. Here, here. Okay, what, what this is what rock? I'll say about it. This is what I'll say about it. I mean, 
they, they're trying to go with a more realistic thing. But like, it, it, like I would believe that if that were realistic, if it was made out of different material, not if it was a different design. That's the stupid. That's kind of. But I think it's stupid because the fucking the the design that they went with is ridiculous. It's supposed to make it look more homemade and stuff. But the materials are the same materials they did with the classic Spider-Man suit in the Raimi trilogy. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, wh- where's the leap? But more importantly, I mean, it doesn't matter, right? Like, mm. I mean, it's just the costume. If they nail the character, if they nail the story, that costume is going to be secondary, right? It's true. Yeah. So I mean, that that's that's what more. It's I'm interesting for. though, from my perspective, that uh, the parents' angle. Like, I'm not. I'm still going through the Ultimate Comics, the ones that you gave me there. I'm still yeah. rifling through them, but I've, it is. Parents have never seemed to play a dominant role until I've seen this trailer. Until I've seen this movie, like I've never they they played a big role in the Ultimate Comics as well. well maybe I'm not there yet. But his, not uh, as big yeah, a- you did. You read the arc. Uh, his father, his father created the Venom symbiote. Oh yes, but it's not like you fucking see him and it's in his everyday life. Like it seems to be like he's in this reboot, right? Uh, did you not see the scene where it's like, oh, we have something important to do, and then they get killed off? It's yeah. the beginning of the trailer. Yeah, but that's you actually see them in the fucking movie. Like you see them in the comic as well. He even leaves uh, Peter a video. So, do you think this is going to be like they're going to uh, be well, the movie for like the five minutes? And then that's it all it? depends which which line they decide to go with: Ultimate or Six One Six, which is the original comic book line. If they go Six One Six, they can link um, uh, his parents to being Shield agents. That's what they were in the comics. That was the big revelation. Yeah, which would connect him to the Marvel movie verse, right? Like the rest of. That I thought the Marvel movie verse was kind of swinging Ultimates, though. Like in the. So far, yeah, it seems okay. to be that way. But here's the thing: like uh, right now, uh, uh, Spider-Man belongs to Sony, right? Mm. So as such, he, they have no obligation to connect to the Paramount, Disney, uh, Marvel movie verse. But it sounds like they're sowing the seeds for that, right? At least what, it looks that way. What's the deal? What's when do they own the when do the rights swing back to Disney? 2020 again? for uh, Fox and for unless Sony. they don't make a movie every five years, that's the deal, right? I don't think it's works that's, that way. I think oh, okay. it was it was a movie every five years. And then in 2020 is when it terminates. Yeah, because oh, okay. I think it was like a 20 year deal or something. Because someone on Twitter today asked me uh, what happened, why they why, why they reboot right so quick. Yeah, and it just brought because they had to make one. Yeah, of no, five it, years, it, it brought the, me back. Or the rights to, automatically default back. Yeah. right. It just brought me back to the whole Raimi fucking saga there. Well, that was about two years ago, wasn't it? Uh, three years ago now. Three, fuck, really? Actually, more. When did uh, Spider Man Three come out? 2007. Yeah. So they were like literally on the cusp. 2008. That's why they had to start production because they were like, if we don't, come 2012, Marvel gets the rights back automatically. Yeah. A contract or not. Mm. But come 2020, yeah. So they literally have another 10 years of Spider-Man movies that they can do if they want. But yeah. I mean, Sony is one of the richest companies in America. They like they the can they it. can buy it back if they want, right? Well, I'm just looking at Captain America. You know what it did for? This is going on three days. Mm. 170. Yeah, no, it's good. That's fucking I mean, incredible. It's, it's a respectable earning. I mean, it's not. Is it, it? It's so weird how it's like it's considered a blockbuster, but they're like, oh, it's just a little bit better than Thor because it didn't make Spider-Man numbers, right? Or Spider-Man or Batman numbers. Speaking of which, Dark Knight Rises, which of course we talked about at length. I mean, that's that production's looking very, very good now. What you too. told me yesterday, man. If that's in the fucking movie, that's just going to make it that much more incredible. Like really. Which like setting up fucking Joseph Gordon-Levitt as a fucking like, the potentially the next that's, Batman. That's that's mind blowing. That's awesome. Yeah, well, it's going to be interesting to say the least. So yeah, I mean, I'm pretty excited about the. I mean, the, the summer movie season is drawing to a close, and I believe Harry Potter already beats Transformers. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's ahead of the hopefully fucking Transformers can pull something out of their ass, like <laughs> some kind of re-release. I don't know what the fuck they can do, but well, at this point, they're looking at reboot for Transformers. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, Harry Potter, which was a stupid, um, or me 
stupid for me not to pick them. They're sitting at just shy. I think it's like what nine fifty two fucking. Yeah, they're, uh, and they're just, just shy barely of a being beaten by Pirates. And yeah. Pirates has been out a lot longer. Yeah, so, yeah. Pirates hasn't even hit one point one billion yet. So I think. And rightfully so. Like, it's the last one. I, I keep hearing nothing but good things about the movie. You said it was incredible. I'm still waiting for my Potter extravaganza night here eventually, but... Yeah. Uh, you know what's fucked up? I'm there on the TV, and I see Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. You mm-hmm. know how long it took me to fucking realize that that's actually called the Philosopher's Stone? Yeah. Why the fuck did the U.S. just change the name like that? People didn't understand what the Philosopher meant. So they got to dumb down the fucking movie? Yeah. That, no, that's exactly what happened. Because it's only it was originally called the, the US, US, so the philosopher's the stone, yeah. And then people were like, "What's a philosopher?" And 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 it's like, "Well, it's it's just another sorcerer, right?" And they're like, "Why didn't you just say sorcerer?" Fucking so, horrible, yeah. man. Yeah, no, they it, took, it, down. it took me so long to figure out that that was the first one because I was like, "Do I watch it?" I was like, "It's the first one." I'm it's funny because there's it. fan edits of movies, and there's a fan edit of Harry Potter of the first one, and they call it Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone because of the yeah. What do you mean? That's what it's called, though, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fan edit was renamed the Philosopher's Stone, as in to differentiate. Oh, uh, okay. So, uh, no, no. It's. Uh, I mean, die, diehard fans know about that. But yeah, no. Uh, speaking of your big party nights, uh, aren't you saying you're going to have like a tweet up party or something? Who are these tweet up people, and uh, why did you automatically invite me to this party? Because you're you're stuck with me all weekend, sir. You're, I'm getting you out socializing. You're going out and meet all these uh, strange, weird, interesting crowds. It's going to be way. great. No, why you don't want to come? Or what? No, no, of course I'll come. Where, where, where is this being held? Where are we going? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I'll, I'll post it on Twitter. Like, if people want to go to the bars, and yeah, sure, I'm up for. It. But I, I just like having a house party. I'd get everyone to come I'd, here. I'd right? be up for the house party. Yeah, it's uh, it's fucking cheaper. It's a lot better. It's more fun. Um, so what, at the end of the first night of the film festival, like everybody in my house. You know, yeah, <laughs> I'll announce my address on stage. People that hate us are just like perfect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the uh, no, after the first night of the film festival, we got nothing planned, and I figured, what more to, than to have the inaugural IFF fucking bender? You know what I mean? Jesus, <laughs> you're hardcore, man. Let's fucking celebrate, man. This is going to be a this is a week and a half. This should be great. Or uh, are you? Do you work at all this week? Not at all, sir. Oh. The, how come you don't have any shit done? <laughs> what do you mean? I was checking your emails and shit. Because I was at Heritage Days. Speaking of which, <laughs> fill us in on Heritage Days. Holiday. It's Because uh, it's weird. Uh, I was reading on Twitter. Like I totally forgot. I knew it was a provincial holiday, but I thought like every other province just called it Heritage Days too. Right. Apparently they don't. Like it's, What do they call it? BC was BC Days. Mm-hmm. Alberta's Heritage Days. Saskatchewan's... Prairie Days? I don't know what the fuck is sketching. <laughs> that sounds so boring. <laughs> just sounds boring. But yeah, so I was just like, BC Days? What the fuck? But so it, it was a stat holiday. Uh, went down to Heritage Park with uh, with Munchkin there. Oh, Heritage Park. It's It was interesting. Like, yeah. Have they have they have they kept up on the maintenance of those uh, buildings? They do actually. I must say, it's pretty That's impressive. <laughs> I took Kingston into one of them, the Hill House, I think it was. Doesn't that freak you out? How small things actually were back then? Yeah, but like, there's a like, ribbon there that's tiny. There's a ribbon there with like a, a wax You're figurine. Like a giant. Kingston's like jumping on the fucking bed and on the couch. He's like, "Don't sit here," and he's just going nuts. And I'm trying to yeah. to pull him aside, right? So, uh, for, in his defense, though, I did give him cotton candy for the first time, so he was just fucking wired, right? Oh, really? <laughs> well, I don't think he's ever had it before because he didn't know what to do with it. I'm like, do you want something? Like he, I told him, I was like, you eat your lunch before we go down. I give you candy when we go down to the fair. 
ate all his lunch. He was all excited, right? So I'm like, you want some of this? And he didn't know what it was because you know how cotton candy is, right? This is that fucking yeah. stick and this massive stuff. It's probably stuff. like, why is he feeding me spiderwebs? He was trying to lick it, right? And it yeah. wasn't like dissolving. I'm like, no, no, you got to like literally munch on it. He had it once he figured it out, he had it gone in like two seconds. So you, have, you had just had a, a dad-son uh, bonding moment right there. What do you mean? Like this might be something he remembers years on. It's like, oh, my dad taught me how to eat cotton candy. <laughs> if there's something I'm known for, I'd yeah. like it to be something to do with eating. Yeah, there you go. There. <laughs> the uh, so yeah, like so we go into the Hill House. Yeah, it was. It was very small. Like it had the cozy feel to it, though. I've always kind of liked those small little loft apartments. Oh fuck off! No, you don't. What? <laughs> Why not? Uh, just, uh, <laughs> You've been in my like. Look at my house. My house is no bigger than a fucking apartment That's building right? or though. apartment room. Um, I mean, for those of our listeners aren't, that aren't really familiar with uh, with the layout of Fort Murray again, um, Heritage Park is actually located near the Clearwater area. It's actually very close to where the Interplay Film Festival it's right and next Interplay to it, yeah. is going to be held. Right next to the next, to the next to the Composite High School where I went to. And um, what it is is essentially. Um, it's it's a small park, and what it has is old buildings from the original settlement in Fort yep. Murray. And each of the buildings has a kind of like it's a sco- the schoolhouse and everything. It's got like, oh, it's kind of like a weird Anne of Green Gables thing. It surprised me that no one's like no one's like written on Anne of Green Gables before. Mac. It should be like Frank of Fort McMurray. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I got a picture of Peter Pond. I remember we were talking about who Peter Pond was. Oh, there we I, go, Peter Pond. I, I snagged one of them. Uh, it was like a wax figure, not like a picture, with did, a bit of bio. Did, I, did we talk about this in a podcast? Yes, was, we when did. I looked up we Peter didn't. Pond. Yeah, Peter Pond was like he was like uh, Jeremiah Springfield. Yeah, he was. Like no, no, he was like a pirate. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> he murdered a man. <laughs> <laughs> and what is it? He went to he founded Fort McMurray on the basis of having no rules. <laughs> well, no, it was it was really fucking weird because I I was like oh let's uh, look up about the forefathers of, yeah, our, of our city yeah. and I look it up and it's like Peter Pond was wanted by the U S for <laughs> for possible. Possibly murdering a man in this bar, and I'm like, holy shit! It's, it was like suffice to say, they never mentioned that in Heritage Days. That was oh, a yeah, part yeah. of his bio. Yeah, like, he's got an eye patch and everything. <laughs> he tried to kill jo- uh, uh, what is it, John A. McDonald? <laughs> <laughs> Just like that Simpsons episode. Give me all your money, never. <laughs> Oh, classic! Oh, I'd li- I'd like to I'd like to see an animation of that. Like, if someone, if it, we have any animators, you guys should next up. film fest. Yeah, <laughs> the real story, the real Peter story Pond. of Peter, Peter Pond. Pond pirate. <laughs> Peter used Pond to call him Triple P. Triple P. <laughs> Peter Pond pirate. Triple P. Well, the story of Triple P. Well, well, that, but like, I mean, because uh, Fort McMurray, like one of the interesting uh, ones that I saw was just like how um, they they flew in and out, right? Like, cause yeah. there was no there was no Highway sixty three, right? Oh, we're gonna have the sound of rain on our podcast. Oh, I never even heard it. Tea's gone cold. I want <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, no, it's uh, animators. No. You want to they'll start animating our podcast yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, the, it's really interesting because it shows the first ships. There's uh, the train. Um, a lot of people donate shit. Like everyone that donates stuff has a big fucking little plaque there, right? Like really, people donate it's probably like, fake stuff. Well, I'll, I'll donate. Something. A lot of these houses are donated. Like, like donate your old soundboard. It's like first podcast recorded. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be little the little, little voice recorder. Be like, like sets. Yeah, it'll be like a picture of us uh, <laughs> like, in one of those little houses. Hey, they used to record from a dining room studio. 
<laughs> for a grand total of five listeners. Yeah, exactly. Podcasturbation. Exactly. <laughs> but no, uh, no, that's cool. I, I remember, uh, you know, Heritage Day is kind of a big deal in this Well, it was I the, mean, it's a, di- a big deal all over Canada. Well, right? there was but. one thing there, like like I said when I said by people donate, like there was one little cabin there. Literally, this cabin was on the clear water. Mm-hmm. And it was bought out by so-and-so and brought there. Right. But oddly enough, it had a door that looked like the door to my house. Like bolt locks, like just I'd probably protect brass. Them. I guess. Uh, wonder if people actually break into Heritage Park at night. I, I, you know what? I, I can tell you right now. When I was a kid, I we used to think about it. We were like, we would walk by. I was like, I wonder what was, if anyone's watching this place. We'd All the wax figures that come alive and shit. Uh, <laughs> like night at the museum. <laughs> well, we, we, there's one little schoolhouse there that I brought Kingston into, and like I just I wheeled him in. I got this stroller thing, right? That's just a piece of shit fucking stroller. Like I'm gonna burn it after this. Why don't you buy a new one? I got to because this one's just like a cheap plastic job oh, he's, he's, he's not uh, big enough for like the, he, the kid leash uh, I never wanted a kid leash that's too degrading I always thought for my, it, it is for degrading my, for my opinion but you know what I'd rather degrade my child than lose him <laughs> well no like to me it's a discipline thing right like uh, I know I, you I, don't I, whip him with it well no <laughs> well no like you, you stay here you stay mm-hmm. by daddy mm-hmm. you don't stay by daddy we leave as mm-hmm. simple as that right but I we, yeah, I had him in a stroller here because uh, well we were fuck we were there for like four hours man I knew he wasn't gonna walk the whole time but then again he had the cotton candy he probably could have done laps around the place yeah but we walked into the schoolhouse and I just kind of put the stroller to the side and I was like okay let's have a little walk around I'll show you what a old school's like I'll show you what a school's like when your dad went to school right <laughs> and immediately I, I always bring snacks with him right just because we were gone mm-hmm. for a while. He immediately grabbed his snack, sat on, like, the actual, like, do not sit, sat right on the fucking table, and started eating his snacks off of the, uh... Off, He's got a off, problem with authority, off man. Off the desk, right? <laughs> so I was just like, oh, that's kind of embarrassing. That's funny. The, uh, but it was really cool. They had the, the multicultural, uh, those dancers, those, uh, Bolly- what do they call them? Bollywood dancers? Okay, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. I remember one time when, um... Damn. It's a fond memory, actually. Anyway, I'm gonna keep that one to myself. Oh come on! I went, you I, can't. I, no, tease I went. Like I went with uh, with a friend to Heritage Day, and it was it was a really good day. But um, had sex for the first time under but, the Bollywood stars. <laughs> no, sir. But um, what I was gonna say is, um, there was what is it? What was in front it? of everybody? In front of everyone, just there. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> well, no, it was. Uh, what was what was the story? Just no, kind of anyway. Random. On the stage, they were doing the the dancers and stuff. I remember mm. my uh, my mom used to be involved with that with like the Hispanic group and whatnot, and they did like a Spanish dance, which was freaking dorky, but whatever. <laughs> and it's um, cool. It's, what? It's it's heritage, I guess. Yeah, and, and, really. um, and uh, so yeah. No, anyway. So they'd have these dancers, and all of a sudden, I forget what the group was called. What was the group called? The the Taekwondo Studio in Fort Mac, Bows. Oh, uh, Bowman's uh, Master Bowman's or something? something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, they do a demonstration, and it was like I mean, this was the year that Mortal Kombat came out, so it was like <laughs> from the Mortal Kombat soundtrack. And <laughs> are you serious? That's what they played along to? Oh yeah, yeah. And they were yes. like, and, and they would do like a fake combat fight on stage, and people were like, "Oh my god, finish it!" I'm like, "This isn't dancing." <laughs> But yeah, someone comes out in a fucking uh, was it scorpion reptile? Those two with the oh well, no, the they green. weren't. That's the worst part. Like they could have even they should have gone forward with the theatrics and actually dressed up, but they didn't. It was just like this Asian <laughs> guy beating the shit out of another white guy. <laughs> it's it's like crazy. It's usually how it lines up. But this one, like uh, they were talking about Bollywood a lot for this uh, performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, fuck, I want to call him. We have a fairly large, uh, or a fairly large. They were really East Indian uh, community. But these kids dancing, I couldn't have been like maybe a little bit older in Kingston, and they were just up there fucking like. 
doing some shit, man. I was just Sweet. like, wow. But yeah, but they were talking about Bollywood. They're like, yeah, Bollywood makes 800 movies per year. And they're like, yeah. that's a lot more than Hollywood well, combined. And, it's, right? and it also because, like, um, uh, they don't understand, like, uh, not understand, like, no, I'm sure they understand, but they don't, they prefer their type of filmmaking. Uh, as opposed to like, like say for example, you were to take King Kong, like the new Peter Jackson yeah. King Kong, to Bollywood, people might find that boring. But and so what they'll do is they'll film their own version of it. Like there is a, they have a version of ET, they have a version of Superman, they have a version of Spider Man. But now uh, tell me, what's the difference? Like, uh, and use Slumdog Millionaire as a reference point. Would you consider that a Bollywood movie? No, not really. Okay, so maybe uh, it, I have it, no it, idea. It's then. an homage to Bollywood movies okay. and the way it ends. You know, in the end it goes into the yeah. musical number. Yeah. No, if you watch a real Bollywood movie, it's fucking crazy balls. It's it's a uh, low budget and it's just it's insane. It's a uh, it's very like I know um uh, Latino movies are kind of like there's a, a subgenre. They've gotten better, but like um it's interesting. The the moment that DSLR filmmaking started becoming predominant or like cheap camera filmmaking became predominant, like uh Latino filmmaking became more gritty and like this is the real Central America <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You know it's like you know no elite force and like cocaine cowboys is all like but but um but this before the then, filmmaking well exactly but before then before that Latino movies were more like comical like there'd be serious aspects but there'd be like ridiculous jokes and stuff like uh, like for example it's like there's a character that's nerdy he'd be overly nerdy like huge glasses and like but that <laughs> was in the middle and that shit? was because they were like the audience needs to know that this guy is nerdy, the nerd right? okay. yeah so and it would be stuff like that right huge like, emphasis on the stereotype. Well, yeah, they, they would overplay these stereotypes. And yeah. Bollywood's kind of the same way where they, like, over-exaggerate things. And on top of that, like, because, uh, you know, they, like, you know how we have movies that show sex and violence? Yeah. They're really against that. So instead, what mm. they do is, instead of showing sex and violence, they have dance numbers that so, represent it. So it'd be like, big fight scene, but instead of fighting, they're, like, dance fighting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's really interesting. Like And here's the thing. Like, I'm just referencing, like, the majority of their movies. But they every every so often they come out with like a few movies that are really fucking high budget and they're just amazing. There's like these amazing Bollywood epic movies. Like what and, are we talking but, for budgets? Like on par with like Hollywood fucking budget? Well, like I mean, I wouldn't say on par with Hollywood, but like very high budget movies, right? And what are they about? Like, like there's one about a, f- a fighting robot. Oh yes. Yeah, well, I'll show you <laughs> clips. You should. We should. Yeah, and and it's like it's really really interesting to watch because it's just this whole. It's like they're from another world. Like yeah. it's as if like well, Bollywood, right? I guess. It well, yeah, it's, is. it's as if like yeah, and that's exactly it. It's oh, it's almost as if like um, there's a multiverse, and in one universe, <laughs> uh, the, the East India took over the world, not what, not the not Western Europe, <laughs> and, and so like, and, and the, the, this is the movies they made. It's like this is their King Kong, this is their Superman, right? It's just really, really interesting to watch. The um no well here I thought Slumdog Millionaire was the staple right and I'm just like yeah I know what no, Slumdog Millionaire is very different well that was a fucking wicked movie no right? no like, I, I it agree. was it's amazing but movie. I here I thought that was Bollywood but okay well we'll definitely go into further Bollywood down the line but yeah uh, they, well, they mentioned that at, at the at the fucking heritage and, days, and speaking right? of interpretations of, of performances and such. Um, you were talking about um, the Keanu Theater, and and of course with Interplay, there's a lot of of uh, stage shows that are going to be on Ke- at Keanu Theater, correct? Yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing I want to talk about was like it was interesting because like I think 
Um, one of my favorite plays of all time is Jesus Christ Superstar. I went and saw that too. That was pretty good. It, you saw the Keanu at the Keanu one. version. Yeah, it was, really, it was really excellent. Good. It just reminds me. Um, at one point, I worked at Seven Eleven, right? And one night, this one guy, this guy comes in, right? And I and I'm like, where have I fucking seen this guy before? And so I'm serving him and whatever. And I'm like, wait a minute, you were in Jesus Christ Superstar? And he's like, ah, uh, <laughs> who was he? Was he Jesus? Uh, no. <laughs> It's Jesus. <laughs> it's you, Jesus. Oh, my God. It's Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. <laughs> um, no, I think he played uh, Judas, but, like, um, yeah, no, no, he was there. He was really embarrassed by it, but, like, it was really cool, right? Like, No, like, that's, like, Cano Theater has always been, we'll have to go back to fucking Heritage Days. I had more in Heritage Days. Go ahead. Well, no, we'll be, like, Cano Theater has always been a fucking really good Really good production company, I thought, uh, for this town. Like, it's been actually fucking amazing. Like, uh, what else have I seen there? I've seen lots. Like, uh, Treasure Island was really good. They did what? Treasure Island. Yeah, I heard they did an interesting, like, a reboot of, um, not a reboot, but a, a reinterpretation of The Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, well, that see, that wasn't a Cano Theater production. Though. They, that was a production oh, group okay. brought. Yeah, remember? Because that was actually on like, episode two or three of the podcast. Yeah, a lot of people got thrown Vox off by Lumiere. it, though. Well, that's yeah. the thing. It, it, it was based on the 1923 silent yeah. movie, yeah, which yeah. was before Andrew Lloyd Webber, yeah, right? Because yeah. the first thing my mom said was just like, oh, I want to, I always liked the music in Phantom of the Opera. I'm like, mm-hmm. it was, it, there's no music to it, right? It's, mm-hmm. they, this Fox Lumiere, or Vox, Lumiere created the music to this, right? And they created like yeah, yeah. Limp Bizkit style rap rock. Which terrible. Was, yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good for you. It's kind of terrible for me. You would have so. liked it. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say Limp Bizkit style. Actually, I just, shouldn't judge it because I haven't seen it. So, yeah. But no, but so but the Cano Theater Company, like they did some excellent stuff before and their lineup for next year just seems that much more better. Like 39 Steps is going to start it off, but then Chicago was one that I want to see too. At, at Interplay? No, this is that uh, next okay. next year's season, right? Okay, sure. Which is that like, be interesting. A couple hundred bucks gives you uh, a premium seats to like all four. Like they do, like uh, one show like spans over like uh, like a couple weeks, like mm-hmm. two or three weeks, right? It's usually you got one in October, uh, one in, like November, December, then like February, and then April, right? Right. So that's the season. Um, but uh, Chicago looks excellent. Thirty nine steps looks good too. That's the what is it the. Hitchhawk meets hilarity is what it's called. I don't really know. Yeah, what it is I know before. the movie. Yeah. Do you? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but Chicago, the, everyone mm-hmm. knows Chicago. Fuck that one. Best uh, best movie there. Did was, it? Yeah. Back in like oh, did it one two yes. <laughs> it did. I know it. Did. Okay. Well, anyway, I'll, I'll it take did. Your, uh, I remember it, it, was it was nominated. It was Richard Gere the whole nine yeah, years, yeah. right? Um, but the one I really want to see is one of the only stories that I ever paid attention to in high school for uh, Shakespeare. The only one I've ever enjoyed, the only one I ever actually wanted to, to dive deeper into, Macbeth. Right, and for Interplay, they're doing One Man Macbeth. One Man Macbeth, yeah, he, we share a stage with him, so uh, I oh, can't right. wait he's, to actually uh, talk to the guy. Well, we don't share, sta- well, we, we don't share the stage. He's well, no, performing uh, on yeah, the same he's stage, performing yeah. on our scene. <laughs> we're, like, so. we're trying to run a film festival here. <laughs> <laughs> he's there doing his interpretive dancing yeah. all over the screen. Um, <laughs> no, whatever uh, he does. Uh, what was it? Um, you got to tag that, actually, One Man Macbeth. Oh, yeah. Um, Let me keep writing them, and I'll keep tagging man. them. The, uh, but no, like... One thing is, we were at the Vox Lumiere uh, presentation of uh, Phantom of the Opera mm-hmm. when they announced this schedule, and it's one thing that I didn't quite understand, and obviously I didn't read into it enough is what I say I do, or I thought mm-hmm. I did, about never say Macbeth on the stage. Yep. 
I never knew that before. So I guess it's not in the book. I guess apparently it's, it's also bad luck. Yes, because he was about to say it right because he uh, everyone, he's like, oh, we got another Shakespearean play, and then he's like, uh, this is actually Claude on stage, yeah. and everyone's like, don't say it, don't say it. He said it, of course. Yeah, and he won't be here for the play actually because he's gone now. <laughs> but <laughs> because he said it. <laughs> <laughs> But no, like I've always liked Macbeth. I don't know what it was. Like uh, there was two uh, Shakespeare that I had to. Well, you know, you know, high school you have to dive deep in all of them, right? Like mm-hmm. you do Midsummer mm-hmm. Night's Dream in grade nine. No, we we did Macbeth as well. Oh yeah, like is Macbeth and Hamlet are the two that you know, I ever was really paid attention g- to. I right? did Macbeth and Hamlet as well. Um, I think and, we all did. And two Gentlemen of Verona and uh, the Merchant of Venice. Merchant of Venice. What was the other one? A uh, Two Gentlemen of Verona. Uh, I never did that one. Yeah, and uh, we didn't do Romeo and Juliet because our English teacher we did. Uh, he was like, everyone knows that story. We're not going to do it. Oh well, fuck! <laughs> Your English teacher sounds a lot better than my old one, man. No, no. Well, our, my English teacher was uh, uh, my friend uh, Rhett's father, Garth Miller. Oh, really? Very good man. Yeah, very, very good. Well, teacher. no, it sounds very like good. a all around guy. He's uh, he's a cinephile as well. He's like he's really into movies, and it, it really shows because he compares it. You know, he'll compare interpretations, etc. It's like really his his love of his love of film and 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 literature really translated well into that class. I remember his class had a bunch of posters of movies he liked and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, no, it was really cool. Yeah, um, uh, well, no, see, like I wish we had a teacher like that, just because. You're just dissing your old school. <laughs> well, no, like uh, like everyone knows Romeo and Juliet, right? Like mm-hmm. I don't know. I got we started off with the Midsummer Night's Dream, which was interesting to me. I'm just like, this is what Shakespeare's all about. Fuck. What I was gonna say is uh, what I was gonna say about Hamlet, and uh, more importantly, Macbeth was uh, Macbeth. I thought was a really good story, and and when uh, do you remember Disney's Gargoyles? Yeah, like that has yes. that has the we undertones. talked about this before yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we did. The, uh, you're right because I actually looked at that afterwards because my yeah. brother's got the full season. It's really cool, one eh? DVD. Yes, you're totally right about that. Yeah, yeah. But I always think Macbeth would be like a really, really good fucking like modern day movie too. Right? Well, Playboy did one. You don't remember? I mean, like a good modern day, like actual Hollywood well, big budget. Oh, you mean fucking, like a reinterpretation? Like a, a real, yeah, like, like uh, um, Gus Vance. Like I was Gus thinking Lord of the Rings style, fucking. Oh, I Macbeth, thought you, I right? thought you'd be like uh, what's his name, the guy that did Romeo plus Juliet, and uh, you know. Oh no, that was fu- I didn't like that one with. Uh, I with really Di- like with DiCaprio. Yeah, I thought that he was started really sucking his nipple in the first bit. There, I was just like, this. He is didn't fuck. suck his nipple. Oh, he started licking it and shit when he had the gun. Yeah. Wait, that made you uncomfortable? It did actually. Well, we watched it in grade I really nine. Like, I, I don't know. I like there was really cool moments where he's like, "Fetch me my long sword." And it's like a gun labeled. Yeah, because it was. The, it, you're right. It was a pretty good interpretation. Modern day times for, and they still mm. use the dialogue from, from old Shaky there. Yeah, old but uh, <laughs> Willie Spear. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like uh, I remember, I only got into Hamlet because I actually saw it on stage. We were in Edmonton. I remember we went down for like a weekend trip, mm-hmm. and I've always been in the stage productions, right? Like I love seeing shit live. Thus, I love seeing movies as well. Yeah. Um, none of my friends did, so you know, I said, "Fuck this, Hamlet's playing." We're studying Hamlet. Maybe this might make me understand Hamlet a bit better, and it fucking did. That's like good. apparently, there's that one scene at the end where they kind of like remember where they switch the swords. Yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, like that's supposed to be a really, really hard move to do, mm-hmm. like in the theater world, right? Yep. They didn't do it uh, for um, for this production. Like, cause apparently, only like the Shakespeare traveling show does it. Like the actual uh, what's the world? You know, theater? Now, now all this talk of all, now all this talk of what you're doing is making me want to see. One Man Macbeth at Interplay. <laughs> We're going like, to. It's going to be, that's going to be interesting. Because yeah. wh- where, where's his first show? Friday, right? It's Friday at 11 o'clock in the morning. Okay. And, and, and then, then after. And then okay, well, maybe we'll stay for his show on the, Fuck on yeah. the yeah. Um, by the way, Chicago, Best Picture t- uh, 2002. Okay. It was cool. up with Gangs of New York, The Hours. Spider-Man didn't get nominated? Fuck. The Two Towers. <laughs> and I thought The Pianist actually won. No, it never did. Um, but yeah. Really? Gangs of New York. Why did I think that actually won one? 
It's anyway, so Chicago, anyway. Chicago took it over. So yeah, uh, but anyway, back to Macbeth. So I went and seen Hamlet on stage, and it was fucking really, really good, and it made me actually enjoy the story ten times more. Right. So that's why I remember there is a Macbeth movie, and all I remember is us watching it in like grade eleven, and it was just nothing but tits. Playboy did it. So that, okay, that's what it was then. Yeah, yeah. That was fucked up. Why would they show that in high school? Because uh, here you remember, in a Catholic again, high rating, school, again, ratings, <laughs> right? It's non-sexual. Uh, you know, you're right. They're just yeah. kind of. Uh, speaking of which, thanks for reminding me for the Interplay Film Festival. Um, our, no sex. Uh, yeah, <laughs> our general rating is going to be PG thirteen. So what that means for everyone is there's going to be there's going to be swearing. There's going to be violence. There might be some <laughs> sexual, not sexual content, but speaking of sexual content. So just, sexual innuendo. Yeah, yeah. So in Canada, that's a 14A. So if you are planning on coming and you have uh, children or anyone under the age of 14, 14 in Canada, um, viewer discretion is advised. <laughs> I think we were, if they knew we were hosting it, I think swearing yeah. is kind of implied. we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna limit who can come in, no, but fuck, obviously no. we're not gonna let a, li- a five year old kid come in on his own. <laughs> I was gonna say we're gonna so, ask. We're I was gonna, gonna, ask gonna say you're gonna have parents. to tell Kingston that he can't come then. Yeah, Kingston can't come. <laughs> I'm sorry, your son can't come. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so uh, yeah, Macbeth. Uh, it was always one of my favorites. I cannot wait for next year. Like I said, 39 steps. It looks interesting to me. Hitchcock meets hilarity. Like what's yeah. 39 steps? Give me a brief, quick rundown here. Uh, now, now you're putting me on the spot. I'm trying to remember 39 steps. Knowing Hitchcock is probably like so many of his are murder mysteries. So I'm like, that's got to be one of them, right? Yeah. yeah. I want to think I'm like it's the guy in the bell tower, and I'm like, no, wait a minute, that's <laughs> that's, that's Vertigo, Notre Dame, isn't it? That's, no, that's Vertigo. There's one where like a guy's no. convinced that he's murdered someone. That's a really good movie too. Uh, but then the last one is the Farnsworth Invention, which which I oh, we were no talking idea. about. This reminds me of Futurama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Farnsworth, right? Yeah. I'm just trying to remember the tagline as I can't even see it. Um. Anyway, it's got to be good. Like, if you're rocking a season with Chicago and Macbeth, like, I don't think there's a, it's kind of like a note. And, like, a note to the uh, Aquilia Theater, which is actually the traveling portion of the World's Theater, is the one doing Macbeth. Okay. So it's not like a local, like, usually with Candle Play. And this is for what? Macbeth. No, no, but this is for what? For Interplay or for... This is for the Keanu Theater okay. next year. Uh, Macbeth is running in November. Well, what about some of the plays that are going to be during Interplay? Well, yeah, that's what I'm going through right now. Like, it uh, doesn't seem like there's too many plays this year like there has been in the past, right? Like, we got a lot of bands. We got a lot of bands, uh, all kinds of We clowns. got a film festival. We got a film festival, which I hear is supposed to be okay. Um, Not so much actual plays, right? Like the Just for Laughs uh, Comedy Fest is the one that's... That'll be really interesting. It is. It's only four guys they're doing every night, so... you know what I mean? And they got like Court, like Kip the Courtchester, Fizzle Pop the Clown. Like they got a lot of. Street- get, what's his name? That Frito guy from like uh, he always shows up in those movie trailers before the movie starts. Remember Frito the Magician? Oh, is that yeah. that's the guy? Yes, that creepy fucking magician. He's <laughs> fucking pretty good though, man. Some of the shit I've seen. Ah, I'm, like, I'm onto him. You're onto. Do you know how it's done or what? I, a couple of them I've, I've I've been able to deduce at least a bit. Like I'm not gonna say that I know, but like I've watched them. I'm like he's got to have done this and this because me and my <laughs> friends are always like watching and we're like. I wonder what he did there, and so you know, we, we, we analyze it. on to you. Yeah, but there's not so many actual plays. Like they got a big uh, Playland Giggle stage sponsored by Syncrude. That's going to be the bouncy castles. That's one of the things that if it's any if it's set up anything like it was at Heritage Day today, prepare if you're going to bring your kids to the bouncy castle. Prepare to wait a long fucking time. Oh really? It was insane there today at the Heritage uh, the Bouncy Castle. Everybody wants in Bouncy Castle. Then they had the one where like you you got like the big. Um, Things where you beat each other, like you know, like gladiator oh, right, style right, the sumo thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they had a petting zoo, right? And nice. I, I really wanted to take Kings to the petting zoo, right? Fucking like it had to have been like an hour and a half wait. Wow. Yeah, I was just like, 
kid, we're leaving. <laughs> I'll buy you a dog at the SPCA. Let's go. <laughs> but no, it, it was bad. Like, um, fuck, dude. It was just. It didn't seem like it was set up all that properly. So hopefully, Interplay's got it nailed, which I'm sure they do. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure they're. Get, I mean, there's a lot. Well, I guess it all depends on the turnout, and, I, and I'm anticipating a big turnout because Interplay is a big event. I mean, fuck yeah. Even, even last year when I was driving by it, I was like, "Is 21st?" So this is the 21st year. This is the premier festival in Fort Mac, right? Yeah. Like everyone's talking that's, about how that's really weird. What? 21st year? Yeah. Um, the first time I competed solely, well, not solely, but with a team that I produced uh, for the uh, uh, Edmonton International Film Festival was the 21st first annual. annual. Yeah. That's weird. weird. Yeah. Serendipitous. Magic, magic number 21. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, there's not too many uh, There's not too many actual stage productions like there was last year. Like, I remember the... the but it does seem like there's a lot going on. Oh, f- oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, they got the the Rocket Bike Stunt Zone. They're going to bring a bunch of people to come in and actually do, like, stunt shows. Like, Holy that's pretty shit. sweet. Um, See, that, and that's the beauty. You could be outside watching all this stuff during the day, and then the night you come, come in, into the yeah. f- nice air-conditioned theater. We've got a lot of... What is it? 198 seats? 198 seats. Yeah, we're going to try to sell out every one. That'd be awesome, hey? Damn right, man. If we come out to a sold-out... Uh, we we come out to a sold-out fucking show... I might even crack a tear. <laughs> crack a tear. <laughs> I thought you were saying crack a beer. <laughs> oh, crack a, oh, I plan to be fucking... Like I said, it's going to be party. Like, not actually at the fucking IFF, but it's going to be parties here, man. Like, I plan on doing a bunch of podcasts because you're gone. Like, when, yeah. are, when are you gone, actually? I will be gone. I'll be able to do one more. I'll, we'll do the, the, the interplay roundup. The, ra- the wrap-up. On, yeah. on the Monday. And then I'm gone before the end we're gone. Of like, so, are we going to go back to bi-weekly? See what the fans think. Let's see what the fans think. Post on our wall. Let us know. Should we stay? Should we remain weekly or go by? We go back to bi weekly. Go back to bi. Or yeah, maybe, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it, but I mean, if anything, I mean, uh, it, I plan on I plan for us to do another film festival next year, which means next summer we could go bi weekly again, right? Yeah, make it like a summer holidays, yeah. right? The um, I mean, it it all comes down to fifty two, right? Once we hit epi- episode fifty two, and we're on our way there. Yeah, that'll be that'll be our. One year's worth of podcasts, right? That's right. Yeah, and we'll ha- then that's where we're going to have some anniversary event stuff set <laughs> yeah. up for everyone. That was the deal we made, me and you, in that infamous cab ride in Vancouver. So that was... Yeah. Well, 52. Well, 52 episodes. I'll hold up to that, uh, that end of the bargain. The, uh, that's not to say we won't have any other events going on before then, though. Mm-hmm. Events that we organize and host. Pretty much we host. All we do is come out and say, here's some movies. Sit down and shut up and watch. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll, <laughs> we'll be in the booth. <laughs> Well, I mean, as I said... Look up in the booth, just smoke. (laughs) Slow ride. (laughs) You're the only one laughing at that joke. (laughs) I'm only laughing because you find it so funny. Slow ride. (laughs) Um, uh, What I was also going to talk about... Sir, it's just a blank screen on the TV. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of uh, stuff going on around the community... um, I was going to say that the Food Bank, uh, a new one, actually, where the Interplay Film Festival is uh, being held, there's a new Food Bank opening, uh, 101 17 King Street. Really? Yeah. That's Heritage Park. Oh, well, it's Heritage Park has been converted to a food bank. <laughs> <laughs> it's just everyone's keep throwing the food in there. Uh, no, no, it's a really good cause. Um, Absolutely. 
I know, I know. Uh, big well, it's re- and it's really good for the school because, like, uh, for I know our compass at a high school used to be really involved with the food bank and whatnot. Yeah. So, I mean, if anyone from the food bank's listening, get a hold of us. Would we'd be happy to help you guys promote anything for the food bank? Absolutely. So, no, I remember uh, we we used to like basically like uh, you know uh, we, we'd get stuff for lunch and stuff we wouldn't like from for, from our lunches that would be like pre canned and stuff we just throw into the food bank. Really? Yeah, and we'd wow, always like right we'd pile on a lot because of it. Last year they did that fucking they filled up a heavy hauler too like. Uh, right, a yeah. wi- uh, wiggle. Oh, I shouldn't say heavy hauler because that's a fucking lot of food. Yeah, yeah. But a wiggle wagon. They remember they had that's that really at Mac good. Island. It was for the actual the fucking uh, inner, uh, Northern Classic. Oh, really? And they they literally ferried a fucking wiggle oh, wagon over to the you? food. You hear that? Yeah, it's outside. It's oh. car. Um, um, the media tour of the oil sands. Yeah, the uh, Keep the uh, yeah. The, so last what was it last week? Uh, media from literally Edmonton, basically all the Alberta ones and the former Murray locals did uh, a tour of the uh, oil well, sands. Were they uh, ministers? Debbie no, no, ministers? it wasn't the ministers because that tour itself was pretty epic tour. Yeah, yeah. But this is actually was just uh, a couple of years ago, not maybe about a year ago. Uh, all the oil sands sites in our region uh, signed an agreement to share technology in regards to tailings right. with each other, and. Oil sands plant is just like a normal business. You want to have a leg up, right? Like you want to, if you have a technology, you want to kind of keep it to yourself because you want to be the better, the right. better. And more. for those, for those of you that aren't aware, t- the tailings. Eh, a lot of you guys have heard this because of the the whole incident with the ducks and syncrete and whatnot. But yes. the tailings pond is essentially. Um, when the when an oil sands f- uh, factory basically um, I guess factory. the easy the factory the best way the best way to explain it is um, the way they siphon the the oil from the uh, from the sand is uh, through hot water basically yep. it's it's a principle of boiling water and letting the the re- keep wiping off the kind of how you know when you get skim when the you, surface when you skim milk right yeah. Basically, Until you left yeah. with the pure substance. Yeah. Now the idea is that that water, though, even after they get the oil, that water they want to reuse it yeah. because they don't want to put it back into circulation because they, you know, it, it's potentially it's chemically treated. I mean, like, it's been chemically there's, there's treated. There's no fucking so there's no beating around the bush. Yeah, yeah exactly. Water. And, and so the idea is that they create what are known as tailings ponds, and these tailings ponds are where they keep this. And they're this fucking water. huge. Yeah. And they keep getting used over and over, yeah. and, and they have deterrence for animal life to keep animal life from landing on them or drinking from the, from from them. It's like a big laser light show. I think oh, we talked about this. Yeah, it's, it's incredible these it's these like, fucking things like these these like units like are like David millions Bowie, of dollars. David Bowie concert. <laughs> they got David Bowie out there. The objective is to scare the shit out of the ducks. They're like, I'm not fucking going anywhere near this thing. <laughs> <laughs> the um, so anyway, it's kind of unheard of in the industry, but everyone, uh, all the companies up here, sign an agreement to share tailings technologies. Yeah, to how to make tailings better. And actually, Suncor is the only plant site to date right now that actually successfully reclaimed one of their ponds. Right. Yeah. Which is pretty impressive. Actually. Well, they've been around for what fifty years, and Suncor is a bit different too right because mm-hmm. if you notice Suncor's tailing ponds aren't as big as the other ones because mm-hmm. Suncor makes a variety of product right where a lot of the other sites just make one straight thing like a synthetic crude oil blend right, right? Suncor ships a bunch of diesel they ship some froth they ship a, a different number of things right so okay. I don't think they have as much of a byproduct as the other sites do um, so yeah Suncor actually reclaimed one but this media tour I guess was about going to these sites and checking out what each site has to offer in regards to tailings right. recovery. And from what I'm reading, it impressed quite a lot of people, which is pretty, it, it, with, I think it's pretty good for a region, right? Right. Like, I don't think Greenpeace was allowed to come and watch on this tour because you can probably show them how 
How to we, infiltrate? We, no, well, no. We do this, and it turns into gold, and they'll still spin a fucking negative aspect. Well, yeah, to yeah. It, right? and, and I mean, like we said, I mean, yes, there, there, there's a lot of progress, but at the same time, like we can't take away from the fact that yes, it is chemically treated water, right? Yeah. And um, my understanding, though, is that the 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 the, the newer sites they're using less water, and they're oh, using yeah. they're using it more often. So yeah. the idea is that they're not uh, as as technology develops, it, yeah. it's get it's it's getting better and better. Yeah. And right? there's constant there's carbon capture storage, which I mm-hmm. haven't. I don't want to comment too much on because I haven't grasped the concept all that yeah. well yet of exactly what it is. Some people are saying it's the next best thing. Other people are saying it's just delaying the inevitable, all that kind of crap. Yeah, and they're also talking about like, um, I mean, a lot of the uh, negative comments have always been like, well, it's leaking into the, the back into the river, right? But I mean, I think if you've seen the actual thing, so those that have seen it know that it's not impo- it's not impossible well, nothing but it's impossible. highly improbable yeah. cuz they're located very far from the water source and they're also like they're very re- heavily reinforced yeah. right now again i'm not saying oh it's safe blah 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 i mean they ha- the people that are working there have to be diligent yeah right it, oh, yeah. yeah they have to be diligent well that's what exactly what happened with the with the yeah. tailings duck incident right mm-hmm. the, they didn't push out their uh yeah. Their deterrence quick enough. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, you know what I mean, it, it, uh, the the sad thing is that something had to happen. Right? Something happened, to, right? right? And and I mean, something bad piper, would right? happen in order them to start getting these million dollars. Yeah, but pink, I mean, I, I commend right? them for for you know being open about it because like the worst thing these company companies could do is like being closed minded and closed off and like don't look at what we're doing. Right? I'll yeah. never forget. Sneaker was just starting up the UE one project and they were having issues with their uh, with the. Uh, what do they call them? Plumes, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. They had an issue with plumes, right? And like they were getting odor issues in Mackay, all that kind of crap. Mm-hmm. So they called a press conference, and literally, it was the CEO yep. of the uh, of the company with his little gang there. Literally, there was no opening statement. They literally sat down and say, "Ask us, and we'll tell you everything we know." Yeah, and that and that, that was actually impressive. And to it's me. to crush rumors, yeah. right? Yeah, and, and they well, like I'm. Do they tell the truth? I don't fucking know. I don't, I'm not a man of the plants, right? Like, mm-hmm. but they're open and honest of what's going on. They're having a problem with the scrubbers. They're having this kind of crap. Well, like, and also, but here's the thing: it also puts more liability on them in the sense yeah. that they have to perform. Because if they say something and it get then later gets proven to be wrong, oh, they're, then they're in major oh, trouble, yeah. right? So it's not in their best interest. But that was one of the things, like from a corporate communication standpoint, that, that's very like if if you own a company, like if the YMM podcast ever gets hauled up on fucking charges, I'll just be like, <laughs> all right. This is what happened. Hold a press conference <laughs> where no one shows up. All right, we're we're, we're, we're here. The comments that Todd said during the H Play Film Festival were set out of anger yeah, and he alcoholism. Was drunk. <laughs> He does not way reflect events with Buffalo. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of of uh, Wood Buffalo, I heard that the municipal lines are supposed to be redefined. Oh fuck! It's actually getting to be pretty intense. The uh, Cold Lake is having massive problems with they're horribly in debt they owe a lot of money like it's just they're not they're not gaining any kind of doing any kind of capital this gain. is after the fire right this has just been happening the last couple of years yeah but cold lake is where the fire happened or was that slave lake that was slave lake oh okay right cold lake's the military base that's always oh, been okay. their primary okay. their primary areas right so what they want to do is they want to take some of the land uh that right now is owned by the uh, right now is in the regional municipality of buffalo and incorporated into their own boundaries, so they get like the tax money off it, right? Right. So of course, uh, everyone's kind of for city council and the uh, municipality council is kind of up in arms up here, saying that why should our boundaries get redrawn just for another com- another uh, municipality? Or it's not even a municipality; it's a region. 
mm-hmm. whatever, another area just to get in tax money from it, right? Right. And, of course, Guy Baudelaire being Guy Baudelaire kind of said it in his old-fashioned best. I want to see if I can pull the sound clip. If I can, I'll insert it here. But it's pretty neat. He just be, he, Basically, he told him, he's like, stop picking on other people's land. And what he actually recommended was, why don't you, uh, why doesn't Cold Lake and Bonneville kind of amalgamate into another municipality and then get your grants, federal government grants that way, right? right. Get your money that way. But he said it in so many terms. I don't want to say exactly what he said right now because I can't quite remember. But it was more or less, fuck off, stop touching our stuff, and go deal with your own problems. And in my opinion, rightfully so. Yes, these areas are unpopulated. Mm-hmm. But, like, seriously, like, why why, why do this? What do you think? Like, should you – would it be right just to – oh, we need more money, so well, we're going to take all this shit right but here. But let, let's look at the USA. What, what, uh, what are Cold Lake's other options? Oh, I'm sure there's a few like amalgamate with amalgamate with the count uh, the municipalities around. Oh, I keep saying municipalities. Amalgamate with the regions around it to make a municipality. What other what other re- yeah and maybe that's the solution. Right. Create another which create is what another municipality. Did, right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, if they've got enough of a population, they can do. It. They should definitely do that. If it's such an issue for us to do, I don't I don't know what the issue is for us to do it. Honestly, I mean, we we are a rich region. I mean, there shouldn't be a reason why we can't absorb them in. No, it wouldn't be absorbing us. They make their own. Right. No, no, but what I'm saying is the oh. alternate, right? Oh, oh, oh absorb them? Yeah, 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 fuck it. Make it a bigger fucking, make it a bigger municipality. We're already one of the biggest in the world. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean the only alternative is because I mean, here's the thing about Alberta: we've got, we've got, uh, we've got Fort McMurray and Fort Chip up here. Then a lot of nothing, quote unquote, because there are towns and cities that yeah. say. Then Edmonton. Then a lot of a lot more of nothing, which is a, another series of small towns. And then Calgary. Then a lot of nothing up until the border, which I mean, you could count Lethbridge, but a lot of people don't, right? Yeah, so, that's true. I mean, th- maybe these all should be set up into like I, I don't want to say hemispheres, but like Areas. other other regions, other municipalities. I mean, if that's what it, it's it, it needs to be taken. I mean, I think another thing is maybe we need to industrialize more. Maybe we need to expand. In terms of like, look at it, like uh, we've talked about this before. The infrastructure for our, yeah. the region, the infrastructure for Canada. Yeah. I mean, we only have one real big highway, like the yeah. number one, the the yeah. Queen Elizabeth. That's our highway that connects all of Canada, right? Yeah. Like they, that should not be our only highway. We should have there should be a northern one, there should be a southern one, there yeah. should be crisscrossing. I mean, look at but the, how our the states pop- has the interstate. But does interstate. our population dictate it though? Mm-hmm. Like we are only thirty three mil. In the yeah, grand but, scheme but of the here's world, the thing. Here's the thing. Much. A lot of people, a lot of people would argue that, oh yeah, it should be determined by population. But maybe adding those will add to the population. It's true. Because I mean, look how the United States did it. They they created the interstates, and that's what led to population growth in all these western, all their western regions. Right. Yeah, no, that's a good point. So the. Um but yeah, so the mayor of Cold Lake or the Cold Lake City Council give kinda, us money. Oh no, they uh, <laughs> they kind of attacked Guy Boudelier for saying. You know, you can't talk to us like that. That's not a way to, to make things. We're just trying to get our own money. Well, blah, Guy, blah, blah, blah. Guy, Boudelier, the, Guy Boudelier has been known to be speaking out, out of, you know, out of what he does. Maybe that's why I like the guy, right? Like, maybe we, we maybe we do need some emotional politicians out there that just kind of react. I don't know. I met the guy. He's got a weak handshake. <laughs> I know. Total Hank Hill style. I told you, right? When, yeah, I, got yeah. My, when I got, uh, and he was wearing that, you know, the mayor's, like, thing. sash. It's not even a sash. It's a fucking gold chain. Makes him look gangster. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no. I mean, no, no offense to the guy. I mean, he's done a lot for the region. I mean, I, I, I have to actually thank him for what he's done for Fort Murray as well as uh, the people. But he in does it, have but tendency to run his mouth. He does, and the thing is, like, uh, thank. Look, he got him kicked out of the fucking PC caucus. There you go. Yeah. So I mean, there's that. Uh, I mean, uh, I think the only other thing uh, I was going to mention was the CIBC uh, holdup in Thickwood. Yeah. What's up with that? 
We got some photos we'll actually post on the Facebook site. Facebook site Facebook so what happened? Give me a rundown. Podcast. Apparently, if I heard a story today, actually, we were on our way down to a Heritage How many days. assailants? Two. <laughs> two? They made away with nothing, too. They walked into... Uh, Worst thieves ever. <laughs> Here I'm thinking, like, oh, my God, the, the CIBC was held up. Actually, I think it was the Scotia Bank, to be honest with you. Okay. Um but when I got there, like I was just telling Tito too that I when I went and got a parcel. Like this happened like eleven thirty last Thursday. I got there at like twelve, right? And there's just cop cars all around the CIBC. So maybe they chased someone up that way. I don't, I'm not too sure, right? But here I'm just thinking like, oh, bank's been held up. Like all I'm thinking is the fucking uh, intro scene to Dark Knight, just Joker masks, just massive <laughs> fucking holding. You know, like like a proper fucking hit. You're gonna hit yeah. something. You're gonna go all Zip out. Line right? from the municipal <laughs> <Yeah>. building <laughs> all the way up the fucking yeah. road. Um, but yeah, apparently these two guys walked in, and I guess they just walked up to a teller. Was like, "Give me money." She's like, "No." And they walked away. She said, "No." <laughs> I'm not too sure the details. But that's not that. procedure, but that's. <laughs> well, maybe we'll follow up on that more next week. Well, uh, apparently, they got pictures of the suspects. I haven't looked at it. I just fear I open it up and be someone I know. <laughs> <laughs> Tito, <laughs> we gotta pay for this film fest somehow. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You got films? Give me films. Um, <laughs> Don't you want money, sir? No films. All right, so we got a lot of planning to do. Interplay Film Festival. It's going to be absolutely incredible. We got awards. Best actor, best actress. And don't forget, film best director. Film, best film for the Interplay Film Festival. We'll get $2,000. That's we, right. We are also giving out me, uh, trophies for best director, and best fuck, actor, and best actress. We've seen the trophies. They look good. Best director, best actor, best actress do not get money, just so we're clear on that. No, that's right. Best film gets the $2,000, right. just so we're crystal clear on that. But for all you know... They could all be associated, so maybe maybe best film has to divide their money amongst. Them. And the forty-eight hour film fest, guys, like this, the, you have a chance to win one thousand dollars. Like this is for the real winning too. team. The winning team will get a thousand dollars. And you know that it, right now we have very little entries. So if you guys register, you have a very high likelihood of getting those, that thousand dollars. Kevin Smith said it best in our intro last podcast with the podcast before. You can be the king. Oh, the Fort Duke McMurray. The Duke of Foreign Reality. <laughs> the King <saying>. Douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, this is for real, folks. Like, this, the type of films that we got set up for you guys, this is, this is the real deal. This is going to be an excellent, excellent fucking Plus, time. Plus, you say you're debuting, debuting something at the film festival? That's right. Uh, the positive Fort McMurray t shirt is going to be debuted a at the pos- film festival. Is that what it's called? That's the name. That's a terrible <laughs> name. Positive Fort McMurray t shirt. <laughs> Well, it's not written on it. Because you know what's going to happen. Now that you've mentioned it, someone's making a negative Fort McMurray uh, t-shirt on purpose. It's going to be a cheap knockoff for me. <laughs> exactly. From you, yeah. <laughs> well, no. There's going to be a new YMM t-shirt, a new Fort McMurray t-shirt that will be debuting at the film fest. We'll see if anyone uh, likes it, if anyone wants to wear it. Uh, just We're show gonna, your Fort McMurray pride, oh, right? Oh, shit. I just shut off my mic for a second. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I, yeah I, I really quickly shut it off. Oh. Like, yeah. Um, another thing I was going to mention was... That uh, we will be talking uh, to the filmmakers that will be attending. We'll be we'll be trying to talk to each one of them, and uh, with any luck, we'll maybe get some guests for the following podcasts. Absolutely. Actually, There's maybe that's what you should do while I'm gone. Well, no, I got stuff. a lot of pod. Like, I'm, I'm going to be recording a lot of podcasts. Like, actually, no, I, I want to be I want to be involved in that because of the fact that like I would like to talk to those filmmakers, just talking about their filmmaking process and all that yeah. stuff, right? So I'm really interested in that. So yeah, more, more cinephiles. Yeah, <laughs> but no, there's going to be a lot of podcasting going to be done. Uh, Interplay Film Festival, guys, and most importantly, we we can talk about entering your teams for 48 hours, submitting films, which is already done. People submitted. Come on down and watch it. Yeah, 
Come, it's going to be entertaining. It's going to be great. Five dollars gets you three fucking hours of entertainment for the most part. Or if you t- pay for the thirty-nine dollar uh, passport, give you a fucking it gives you three days, four days, four days, four days of, entertainment. of entertainment. So it's just worth it. Interplay is the is the premier festival of Fort McMurray. This is we're going to come. This is what Fort McMurray is all about, and I want everyone to come and live this and, and experience this like us. It'll be fun. This is going to be great. So check it out. We're going to be live tweeting the event. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Wyman Podcast. Hashtag is pound IFF. We're going to be live tweeting throughout the event. Yep. So basically, I'm just going to walk on stage. You don't can do all the talking. I'll just be there. Tweeting. From tweeting away. <laughs> Literally the definition of live tweeting. Because I'm the talkative one, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, Check out our website, ymmpodcast.com. You'll see kind of the, the lineup and all the input information is going to be on the tab. Uh, of course, send us an email, show at uh, ymmpodcast.com. Facebook is where we're posting a lot of crap, facebook.com slash ymmpodcast. We're there. We're reaching out to you. Touch us back. <laughs> Touch us back. <laughs> For YMN Podcast, I'm Totsky. I'm Tito. We'll see you next set. YMM Podcast is a T-Man Entertainment production. In association with Hyperphotonic Media. Find us at hyperphotonicmedia.com. Oh, fuck. <laughs>